What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Love That For You podcast. You got Pat here with my wife, Julia. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing today? It's very gloomy today. Um, Very cloudy, but... And it was supposed to be, like, sunny and nice today, but it's just, like, kind of overcast and very dreary. It's one of those days where, one, we both slept in a little bit this morning. Like, we were both kind of up and out of bed at, like, 8 o'clock, which is late. Both immediately put on sweatpants and a sweatshirt. I don't think we've turned on a light in the house yet today. So it's just very... We lit candles. I like candles. We lit candles. And I think we went to the gym, so... Yeah. But it's just, like... One of those days where it's like so gray outside and I feel like it's just making us feel very cozy and very, I don't know, like we don't want to do anything. Um, um, yeah. I also have my period, so. Yeah. yeah. And then I think also this morning we were like sitting by the coffee table or breakfast table, whatever, and um, we're coming off of a really fun weekend. Yeah. Which Relaxing made us, weekend. yeah, which made us like, we're like, oh, I feel like I need a day to like recover and recoup. And I think that's also like spilling into the two today, making us just kind of want to chill. Yeah. Yeah. So today we have um, a cool episode. I'm excited to get into it. I think it'll be another, I want, it was kind of like on my mind as not an advice episode, but I feel like it's going to be turning into that a little bit mm-hmm. with specific categories, but. Before we get into it, why don't you share what you're going to share? Yeah. Um, So I think we've been talking about here a little bit, just like, um, I feel like it comes up a lot in like our advice columns, like taking the time to be in the moment, like taking a step back to like be introspective, to like think and feel. And I had a moment earlier this week, I was at the gym and I've been going to this gym for like a month now and I was standing or I was on the treadmill, which is in like kind of the back corner. So you can see everything. And I was just running on the treadmill and I realized that I was just negatively judging every single person in there. People were like walking by and like in my head, I was like, why are they wearing that? They look terrible. Or somebody was on a machine and I was like, they look stupid because they're doing it wrong. Or somebody had their hair and I was like, oh, that just doesn't look good for them. And I was like just judging people and like being like let it, letting like the negative um, thoughts in my head. I was like, oh, like feeling like shitty about it. And as I was having these thoughts, I like had one of those moments where I was like, holy crap, Pat, like take a step back, listen to yourself. And I was... Um, I had to be like really intentional about like trying to change my thoughts. So I like went back to the people that I had just realized I was saying something bad about. And I like forced myself to like, at least that person is here at that gym, like trying, like, and I was, so I was trying to say something like positive about each of them. To cancel out your. Yeah. To try and like cancel out the negative thoughts that I was saying to myself. So like in that moment, having a moment to like, be in the moment. I was like, wow, I'm being negative. Let me be intentional about trying to like be positive about everybody around me. And I immediately like started feeling better. Um, and every, 
I, you know, I was on the ellipti or the treadmill for like 30 minutes. And like by the end of it, every single person that walked by in my head, I was like complimenting them. Yeah. Which just made me feel better. And so the second part of the story is after I got off the treadmill, I walked to a machine and I was like, you know, like kind of like, oh, I'm proud of myself first, you know, taking control of my thoughts, trying to say something positive about these other people. And where I go to this machine, there are mirrors around it. And I sit down on the machine and I see myself in the mirror and I immediately say, oh, you look fat. Like I said that to myself. And I was like, it took me like back, you know, 30 minutes earlier when I was seeing everybody else saying negative stuff that I had to intentionally say positive stuff. And then I see myself and like right back to saying negative stuff about myself. Yeah. I think a lot of it is like um, it starts with like this mindset. And I feel like everybody does this. You all go out and we judge people. It's mm-hmm. kind of like almost human nature in a sense. Yeah. Um, but I think it's one thing to like be aware of your thoughts and be aware of like what you're doing and really notice that and then try and change them. I think a lot of people notice that they're judging but don't really think about what it's how it's affecting them or other people. Yeah. And, and like affecting yourself. Like you judge other people affects how you – talk to yourself and that's really Mm. at the end of the day like what matters yeah yeah and i think the other part about it is just like like if i didn't take that moment to like stop myself and like take a step back and review what i was doing in that moment like if i didn't intentionally do that i would have just kept going on that negative path okay so what made you stop like what made you notice um well what made me notice i think it was because I've been trying to do that more and more, like trying to like think about like what I'm feeling in moments, what I'm thinking in moments, what I'm like experiencing in moments to like help myself live in the moment. Yeah. And I think it was just like one of those where I was like, you know, on a treadmill or whatever, like all you're doing is just thinking. So I was like, okay, let me like think about what I'm thinking about. And I was like, holy crap, I'm just being so negative. And I think it's like a, a spiral that maybe you and everybody gets into where it's like, you know, you're, you're, there's this saying that's like, uh, you know, your thoughts control your, or your mind controls your thoughts, your thoughts control your words, your words control your actions, your actions determine your habits and your habits determine your destiny. And like, that's a long string of things. But, like, starting with your thoughts and if you're not creating, like, positive um, thoughts, like, the outcomes aren't going to be positive. And so many people get into this little, like, um, like, this morning waking up and seeing that it was, like, dark and rainy outside. Like, it kind of puts us on this path of the day of, like, not negative, but, like, um, not, like, a positive sentiment to start the day. And, like, so much of that is, I think, life, like, you know, what you think of first when you wake up. I mean, you know, when we wake up, if we see a good or bad thing about the business or something, it's like, wow, that's going to dictate how I feel the rest of the day. Or you go downstairs and maybe you don't, and then you turn on the news and it's like, oh, that negativity is going to start my day with that or that, Mm -hmm. you know. It's like intentionally giving yourself positive outcomes by, like, what you see and what you do. Yeah. 
Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. I think it's like, I don't know, I'm, and I feel like I'm rambling a little bit about it, but it's like just being able to like take the moment to be in control and understanding that once you're in control, the things that you allow yourself to think about are going to like change your outlook on what you're doing or change your outlook on the day or change the outlook on your life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of cool that you had that moment and you noticed and you realized like what was going on. I think we all do shit like that, which unfortunately, that's why people always are like, oh, I hate going to the gym because I feel like I'm being judged. And it's like, I want to be like, well, you are probably, whether yeah. like it's correct or incorrect or whatever it is, but it's more about like, if you stop judging other people and we all get in this habit of stop of, you know, doing that, then. Yeah. Well, I think it's almost like a, a challenge to myself and like a challenge to any of you out there. Like, you know, whatever you're doing when you're listening to this podcast, if you're driving or if you're sitting on the couch or, you know, if you're walking through the grocery store, like what are the thoughts that you're thinking? And if they're about other people, you know, I, one of my like habits I've been doing recently is like go to the gym and then go to the grocery store. So I was like thinking about it as I was walking through the grocery store because there in that moment you're like interacting or at least seeing a lot of people. Yeah. And I was like if I let myself keep having these thoughts about other people like like that's another spot where I think I need to be more in tuned and like more control of what I'm thinking. The grocery store Anytime there's, like, other people around. No, but I I feel like that at the grocery store a lot, too, because I will judge people based on what they're buying. Of course. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, this person has six bags of chips mm-hmm. in their thing, and they look overweight, and this, and this, and this. Yeah. And you used to always say, like, well, how do you know that that person hasn't lost 100 pounds, and they're on yeah. their way to whatever? Just like, and it's none of my business at all, either. But, yeah, I, yeah. I think judging... I mean, not to like, you don't want, I'm not trying to have everybody be hard on themselves because I think it's like a natural thing. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to like judge in your brain because you can do whatever the hell you want inside your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's your thoughts. You're allowed to do that. But I think it's like what you're saying is that your judgment on other people is, affects how you think and you don't want to be judging other people and you want to be not judging yourself either. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely like a, like two sides to it is like, yeah, I don't want to be judging other people. I want to be thinking positively about other people. Yeah. That being the one thing. And then the other thing just being in general, trying to have more positive thoughts, more positive outlook, um, because that will impact the rest of your day or other parts of your day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Pat had this like whole thing and he was texting while he's at the gym just Mm -hmm. about it. And he was like, we should talk about it on the podcast. So, just wanted to bring it to your attention. Stop judging people, you fools. <laughs> I'm judging you. Yeah. We're all, we're actually judging you right now, so. Um, yeah. Actually, another thing um, unrelated to that, but I think I just want to call it out is, um, you know, Spotify came out with like the year in review for everybody this year. And it was really, really, really cool for Julia and I to see people who'd share on their story and we were listed as one of their podcasts it was awesome yeah it was like honestly pat was like he was like sitting on the couch and he's like did you see that like people were tagging us and like their top whatever and i was like yeah he's like 
He was like, why? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean, why? He's like, I just can't believe that, like, people really listen, like, every week or whatever, and they yeah. really enjoy it. It's their top thing they listen to. And I was like, well, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely a good thing, and it's still, like, a shock. shock. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely to me. And, um, and, and some of the people, I mean, I was seeing... Um, you know, it gives you like the how many hours or how many minutes you spent listening. And some of the people were like a lot of hours. Yeah. And it was really cool. I mean, and to think that if you're in somebody's like top, I don't know however many podcasts it shares, top three or top five or whatever, like that that person or a lot of you spent the whole year with us. Yeah. You know, like really like everything we've been through, everything we talk about, mm-hmm. you guys are like listening and taking it in and. Even if you're giving feedback, whether it's specifically to us or in your own head or whatever, it's like, yeah, I always forget that there's somebody listening on the other side of this because when we record, it's just us sitting here in the room. Um, Yeah, it's like sometimes we need to do this in front of a live audience to like remind ourselves that there are people like receiving this on the other end. It's not just you and I talking into a microphone next to each other. Well, maybe that'll be a goal for 2022 or something. Um, okay. I feel like we could get into the actual episode today. Um, so something I had put on my story, I actually saw this on another podcast and I was like, oh, this would be, um, a really cool episode to do. Um, I'm trying to go to my screenshots because, not screen recordings, because I had written down like, um, what I wanted this podcast to be. Okay. So basically what we wanted to do was talk about setting boundaries. And I think there's so many different categories to set boundaries in your life. And so what I wanted to do was ask you guys, which I asked on Instagram, what categories, I think I said like, what are categories or areas you need boundary help with? Could be work, parents, anything, anything you need, anything you want to set boundaries with. And we got a lot of responses. We're going to try and pick a few different categories that kind of like most of you guys wrote in and just kind of, I guess it's giving our advice. Um, not that we have great boundaries because some of them people wrote in and I was like, oh, we really need to like figure that yeah. one out. But it'll just be interesting to like talk about it. Also give each other thoughts while we're recording because, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I wrote into your comment box about that because as I was like yeah. saw that, yeah, as you know, we talked about the episode. I was like thinking about it. Oh. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I was like, man, there's so many things that I need better boundaries with that I suck at. Yeah. And I um, think, you know, what I wrote in that is probably a good one to start because I think this is probably for a lot of people. Um, I just wrote in work. Yeah, a lot of people wrote in work. Um, just I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Like work saying no more often at my 9 to 5 without feeling guilty. Work when you feel like you need to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. There's a lot of that, so we can kind of start with that one. Discipline with, oh, okay, that's something totally different. Separating work and home life. Yeah. So I think that could be a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean. We suck at this. Let's just. We're really bad. Let's just. Really bad. We are in the, I don't know where we are, but we aren't in a great place with this. Yeah. I think. But we never have. Well, I was just about to say, I think. (laughs) Why we're in a bad spot with this, but that's like me making an excuse as to why we're bad at it. I mean, what I was going to say is like launching a new business is creating all this different stuff for us that is like new experiences, um, which is an excuse, uh, but it's kind of like the reason why I think our 
work-life balance is so bad right now. And like, just for an example of this, um, like when Julie and I go out to dinner now or go get a drink, all we talk about is work. And the other day you were like, we need to try and set like between these hours of every day. That's when we can talk about work. And outside of those hours, we don't talk about work. Well, I think that eventually we do need to get to a point. I think so. Like when I was listening to this other podcast, it was Tanks and she was talking about how, you know, they were like, do you have boundaries? And she's, do you look at your phone first thing in the morning? She's like, yeah, but I feel like it's okay that I do that right now because I'm just getting started and I'm in this beginning stage and like, I'm obsessed with what I'm doing and like, I'm working really hard. Mm. And like, she was like, I don't really feel like I need to, I'm at a point where I need to set those boundaries yet. And she was saying that she thinks that she eventually will. So like for the new business for us, it's like, I feel like we do need to set them at some point more for our relationship, not for like work purposes because sometimes like i said that to you in a moment where i was like can you stop asking me questions and like can we stop i don't want to i don't agree with you like i don't want to do this right now and it was like seven o'clock like it was night it was late but my point is like i don't think that when we go out to dinner we we should like cut it off because i think like a lot of our good ideas come at night or a lot of and it's like okay Mm -hmm. but i think in general when we talk about this category we aren't good at this but i think we know what we want and we know like yeah. What will eventually come of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think just the idea of, like, having to set boundaries, like, the fact that I wrote in work or that a lot of people wrote in work is because they want to set boundaries. Yeah. And, like, yes, we definitely want to set better boundaries with work, whether that's, like, a timing issue for us right now. Like, while we are really passionate about it, we shouldn't set boundaries, but like it's both it's something that we both want right now so the person that wrote in like my nine to five how to stop feeling guilty about um like saying no to things and i feel like having like a corporate more corporate like nine to five job is almost like you are much more easily allowed to say no and you Mm -hmm. have actual work hours like you can go home and you don't have to like you cannot get fired from like not looking at your phone at 8 p.m. answering your email. And if your boss is, like, threatening that, then, like, you should be quitting. Yeah. But I feel like it's easier or it should just be easier for you to have a mindset of being, like, I don't – you shouldn't feel guilty is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Well, I think, like, even, at, you know, if your job is a – and I'm doing air quotes, 9 to 5, um, like, leaving work, you still have your phone. You still, like – you know, everything is there, you know, like I used to have Slack on my phone and every Slack message I would get would pop up like it was a text message. And so that was very like, you know, hard to disconnect. And I technically was working at a nine to five or like email. Email is right on my phone. So like always accessible through that. Yeah. I think one thing that is probably like tied to work and connectivity is our phones Mm -hmm. like having boundaries with my phone is another really important thing Um, related to work I guess yeah and the fact that I forgot I I was listening to another podcast earlier this week and they were talking about like text messages and like how disruptive and how intrusive they are and now every app offers notifications whether Mm -hmm. or whether or not you want to get a notification when something goes on and um, I usually don't have any notifications on. Yeah, I don't really turn on notifications. 
But I think the intrusive aspect of like text messaging is something that I maybe am actually good at with boundaries because I don't worry about replying immediately to people. And I know that makes a lot of people mad at me. Um, but I'm horrible with it. Yeah. I don't know if I need more boundaries. I'm just like, I just want to respond to get it off my list. Like, because that's how my brain works. It's like, well, I think it's also like sending, like responding versus like sending texts, like knowing that, yeah, some people have boundaries with their phones and their texts and they don't, that they're not going to reply immediately. Yeah. But. So work boundaries. Yeah. Back to work. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I guess if I'm supposed to give advice, um, or you know, yeah, it's, what we do, or you know, yeah, well, we suck at it, so I don't know what we do. And I I do think part of it right now for us is like the passion for the work that we're doing, um, like with the company together. Um, like we are passionate about that. We're also very stressed by it, which I think makes us more prone to have worse boundaries for it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think with my, with my old job where I worked for, you know, six years, I had gotten to a point when I was, um, I guess like mature enough to able to be able to manage like the relationships with my bosses that I was able to, you know, if they reached out to me during work hours, obviously reply. If it was after work hours, I didn't feel the need to reply immediately, but still getting back to them in a, you know, timely fashion. Um, but it was also because I was getting my shit done during work hours. Right. Like that enabled me to have like that disconnect because I yeah. was getting my stuff done. I feel done. like if you are confident in what you're doing that like you know that you're getting your stuff done in a certain amount of time, then... The guilt is really coming, like, within you, and it shouldn't be mm-hmm. bothering you because, you like, if somebody's asking you to do so many things and you're like, I've already done X, X, X today, I think I'm good for the day, then you're good. Yeah. Yeah, I think if the, if it's, like, the work is coming into your life, you know, off hours, being able to talk to your boss or your manager or whoever about it and saying, like, Look, if that's going to be a part of this job, then I might start looking elsewhere. Or if there's another way, um, you know, that I could, like, be communicated to. So at my old job, when we first downloaded Slack for the company, when we first, like, integrated that, everybody was, like, it was really good for communication, but it was really bad for being able to disconnect. So our one, one of the bosses said, great, we're going to have to set like company-wide boundaries on Slack. So everybody was allowed to turn off notifications between uh, 6 p.m. and 9 a.m. So you wouldn't get notifications. And then they tried to put out protocols that was like, if this is something you need an answer within an hour, you're allowed to send a text. If you need it in 24 hours, it should be a, a phone call. Or it could be a phone call. Yeah. Or if it was like anything else, it should just be an email, which means like, okay, I'm, I'll get to it when I see it and I'll make sure I'll see it within the next 48 hours. Yeah. Um, but that like set like some of the different like priority levels of when people were going to be contacted. Yeah. We can like, you know, move on from this category, but I just want to say that 
I feel like we all at some point have to remind ourselves that like work is just work. Yeah. And that's hard. Depending on the mindset you're in, it's like, okay, whatever. But if you're in the other side of that mindset, you're like, and you actually think about that, you're like, oh, okay. And everything just doesn't seem as bad anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Work like everything has a place in time. So the next one is parents, unwanted parent advice, and mother-in-laws was a huge mm. one that people put in. Somebody put in like, it's so funny because they were like, um, my in-laws are, or was it, no, their parents, they they were like annoyed because they're, they didn't want half their guest list that their parents' friends for their wedding were mm. on. And they were like, how to deal with that? Yeah. So just parents in general, in-laws and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I would say the best advice would be don't get married. Um, that way you don't have to deal with in-laws. But yeah. no. No. We no. are really lucky. We both are lucky. We both yeah. have great in-laws. Yeah. Um, yeah, we both have great in-laws that we like genuinely like. There are and, so many people that are like hate their in-laws. Yeah. And don't know how to have – and like the mother-in-laws or whatever don't know how to have boundaries with them or their kids or like grandkids and stuff. And I feel like that is – pretty hard yeah definitely i think on our advice column last week somebody wrote in about like their mother or maybe it was their mother-in-law like giving unwanted advice mm-hmm. and um you know i think like we talk about on here a lot it's a matter of being able to communicate back to that like back to your mother-in-law saying hey thank you for that advice I don't know exactly what you would say. Like, <laughs> someone like, I was listening to a podcast about this similar thing, and they were like, "You, there are certain things you just can't say. Like, you're yeah. kind of screwed in some situations. Like, there's some things you just cannot say. You don't want to get yourself in a worse situation. But yeah. I think you can be like, listen, if this is like, let's say it's your mother-in-law, and your mother-in-law is like super close to her son or something, and yeah. there's no boundaries. You, you, I feel like there's has to be some point where you're like, listen. This is our life now. We mm-hmm. are creating a life. We love you and we would love to have you be a part of it, be a huge part of it. We want you to be a part of our kids' life, everything. But we need to set some boundaries because I'm feeling like we're yeah. in a relationship with three people. Yeah. Yeah, I think it definitely can be overwhelming at time and not knowing. Like, I, I don't know what I would specifically say. Um, I mean, I think of when we started the company together. We were intentional about not telling people because we didn't want advice. Yeah. And it's not to say that, like, like we didn't want to do market research. We didn't want to do this. We didn't want other people's ideas. But it was a time when we're like, if we were asking for people's advice, most people would probably say, don't start a business. Like, they would say, Pat, keep your job. You guys are doing well. You guys are on a good trajectory, blah, blah, blah. We were being very specific with, like, who we asked. Yeah. And we were very protective of that like we weren't telling everybody because we didn't want advice yeah um so i think that's like and i say that to be like that's a way you know not cutting off the communication but like if you guys are thinking about buying a house don't go to your mother-in-law and say hey we're thinking about buying a house we just wanted to tell you yeah because then you're going to get the unsolicited you know advice yeah but if you are thinking about buying a house and you've gone and seen a couple houses and you're already, you know, in the process, then you can say, Hey, mother-in-law, we're, you know, we've narrowed down our home search to these yeah. three. 
like it's just <laughs> a different want to ask yeah yeah but it's not asking it's just saying we've already we made want yeah we've made the decision that we're doing this we want you to be excited about about it not yeah. that goes with mother-in-laws in-laws and your own parents i think it goes yeah. honestly with everybody yeah. i'm just using that as an example for yeah. anybody that gives you know the unsolicited advice yeah. or you know i think being intentional too about um I don't know. I'm trying to put myself in like these people's shoes because we don't have that problem. But like, um, I think like what I said about not bringing up different things to those to like those people. <laughs> yes. I know what I'm thinking. It's just not coming <laughs> okay. out of my mouth properly. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think there's a time and a place. And the good thing about not living with your parents and not living with your in-laws anymore or whatever is that uh, you don't have to tell them what you don't want to tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, so setting boundaries is kind of a conversation I feel like you have to have. Like if it's obviously gotten to a point where you don't know what boundaries are anymore, like a conversation has to be had and it has to be like yeah. so well thought out because you don't want to really – you don't want to ruin the relationship, especially with your own parents um, but hopefully they understand. I mean, like, yeah. they raised you to go do things on your own, mm-hmm. as we all do. So, yeah, let them down easy. Yeah, I think if it's a matter of, like, in-laws or parents or, like, family, obviously, like, you know, when I think in-laws, like, you got to have that conversation with your spouse first. And yeah. I think of, so I was just thinking of, like, one example, like, if we lived close by either sets of our parents and our parents were just always coming over. Like without letting us know, sometimes showing up unannounced. I think that happens a lot, and I think that's one of the times and places that like boundaries do You'd need be to be like, set. Do not come over anymore. Yeah, well, that would be hard to say, yeah. like that straightforward. But if like you know, if if it was my parents just coming over unannounced, like you and I would have to talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, it's getting in the way of this. It's making us uncomfortable. So then we would be able to say to my parents, like, "Hey, mom and dad, we love that we're so close to you and that we're able to see you." But we would like it if, you know, bef- every call time first. before, yeah, ca- call first. Like, let's start easy. Make sure you call us every time before you come over. Yeah. And, you know, I think p- parents would probably get that, you know. Yeah. They don't want to just show up and you'd be having like a mess, right? Mm-hmm. And people want to clean their house before guests come over. Yeah, and or... honestly, you can kind of use that and be like, listen, I'm uncomfortable when my house is a mess when you guys are here. It's always a mess when you're here because you don't let me know when you're here. Yeah. And, like, maybe they'll be like, oh, I don't care, I don't care. And you're like, I care. Yeah. I care about this. Do this for me. Yes, do this for me. It'll make me happy. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is going to be people who no longer bring you happiness, friends, toxic friends, basically just toxic people in your life that Mm -hmm. you can't let go of. I have this. Yeah. We all probably have this. Um, I think some people are better at it than others. Um, but yeah, let's just, let's just get into it. Oh man. Um, I think it just starts by letting go. Oh, amazing. Just let go. Um, this is so hard. It's very hard. hard. It's brutal. It's just, we're talking about boundaries. Yeah. I don't want to get into like my personal toxic relationships that I feel like I have. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I guess... For me, thinking about different relationships that are 
toxic that no longer bring you happiness. Um, how do you like set boundaries with them? With well, I mean, <laughs> like hard conversation is how. But we're saying like we're talking about boundaries with toxic people when in reality those toxic people probably shouldn't be in your life. But if yeah. it's something like I think it's different when it's a friend who you can easily just cut out versus like your mom. Yeah. Or like if you have a toxic relationship with your brother mm-hmm. and you know you love yeah. your brother still, how do you deal with that? How do you set boundaries? And again, it's gonna be like having a conversation with that person, but this, you know, you can't cut out toxicity yeah. all the time. So it's more about how do we actually set boundaries with toxic people? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really hard um, to set boundaries with another person like that. The thing that I was going to say is like, it's a matter of setting a boundary with yourself of yeah. how much brain space you give that toxicity yeah so like if you're if like i recognize my brother as a toxic person but he's my brother so i can't just cut him off i don't want to just cut him off but every time he calls me i end up getting pissed off or frustrated or blah 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 i need to realize okay my brother's calling me before i even answer let me like understand let me be proactive about knowing i'm gonna come out of this or i might come out of this mad or angry or whatever so therefore i'm not gonna give him like that ability that control over me because a lot of people that's what they look for Mm -hmm. i think also like in your in that situation um your brother's calling you or your whoever's calling you and you're like every time this person calls me I end up in a mental breakdown after. So you're yeah. like, I'm not going to answer this until I'm in a space where I can actually deal with this mm-hmm. or I'm not going to answer right now. Yeah. And we can try this again tomorrow or another, another time. I think, yeah, it is yeah. really about like the brain space that you give it because you don't have to. And you also don't owe them anything. Yeah. Like you don't owe toxic people anything. So by you not answering or not giving it the time when it's not the right time for you, like that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely like the brain space. And I was just thinking about this as you were saying, talking through it, like if it's somebody who's bringing that like toxic negativity into your life through the phone, right? If they're coming through phone calls, like set a boundary for yourself that I'm not going to talk to that person on the phone. I'm only going to text right, with like them. Like if it's worse on the phone. Yeah, I'm it. only going to text with them. So if my brother calls, I don't want to talk to him because it's always like negative. Let me send a message that just says, hey, I'm busy. What's up? You know, like force the text conversation. Yeah. Hey, I'm busy. What do you need right now? Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's like social media, I know a lot of people, um, you know, use the mute button or the yeah. block button. Like, you know, I think it's the same thing. Like, I want this person to know I still follow them, but I don't want to see their content yeah, all the time exactly. because. Yeah. And I think that's the same as like my brother. I want him to know I love him and I'm there for him, but I don't always want that connection, you know, that makes me feel shitty. Yeah. I think you said it like perfectly. Like um, a lot of people were like founders of social media and I guess it's a whole nother topic, but you have the ability to like filter your entire life mm-hmm. and it's hard, but like some things that I've done is like mute certain people who I may be even friends with or 
whatever. But like, I personally just don't want to see what they're doing because it either like aggravates me or just gets me upset or it's like, Especially because social media is my job. I'm like constantly looking. So I'm like, okay, if I'm doing this all day, every day, I don't want to be seeing this because I constantly am getting upset by it. And it seems whether it's toxic or not. Yeah. Something like I shouldn't be seeing. I feel pretty confident I'm blocked or muted by a good bunch of people on. Oh, me too. Because I just like, if it's people, my friends or family that they don't want to see, like, obviously you and I create a lot of content. If people just get tired of it, they're like, all right. Let me just mute. So oh, I'm for sure muted. Yeah, by a yeah, lot. Yeah, which is fucking fine. <laughs> of course, like if it helps them or put I'm if not like upset my content puts all. them in bad moods, like yeah, don't follow. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. which so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a different yes. conversation. But like, no, it's true because we all do it. So yeah. we all need to set our own boundaries. And if I'm being the toxic, like whether intentional or not, right? Yeah, like, like you're not trying to be Like, if I'm the toxic. one putting a downer on somebody's day, like, yeah, I want them to mute me. Yeah. Like, that's better for them, and I, I'm okay if they yeah. not, like, seeing all my posts, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think a lot of people had put in here, though, like, friends who aren't real, friends who, but, and, you know, my whole, the category was we're setting boundaries. A lot of people that are putting in that you have friends that aren't real or toxic or whatever, like, those don't need boundaries. Those need to be, like, pushed out. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I'm trying to like, I'm thinking about like my own life, but um, I just think that like, if you're really dealing with somebody who's like, you're so unhappy because of this person and you, and it's not a feeling that, right? Someone that you actually can cut out. Mm-hmm. They don't, you don't need to have boundaries. You could just cut them out. Yeah. Or put boundaries in place for yourself so that they aren't really a part of your life anymore mm-hmm. without maybe being like, I'm cutting you out. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, like, if somebody is that toxic, that bad, like, start the process of cutting them out. Um, You definitely don't need or want that. Yeah. Someone wrote husband? Don't, don't, (laughs) don't, don't, don't do it. Well, you can do boundaries with significant others, boundaries with your boyfriend, girlfriend, partner. I mean, we don't have that either. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think that's a a really important one. To navigate because a relationship can mean so many different things. And like for us, we now live together, work together, breathe together. Our friends are our friends, the same friends, like everything is together. Um, the company is called The company together. is called together because Julie and I are just always <laughs> damn together. But yeah, there definitely are boundaries. And I think we're. I don't know if we're bad at it because we're still in a phase where like we like spending all that time with each other, but there are times where it's like frustrating or challenging or, um, I think my personal fear is that we don't have them because those times where it gets hard, I'm like, Oh my gosh, what are we going to be like in 10 years when we're not, you know, we don't love being around each other all the time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think we want to always have that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't, I'm like projecting that we're not going to want to be around each other, which is not what I really mean. I I think it will definitely change. I mean, we're still in like this honeymoon phase of like we've still only lived together for like been in the same area, Mm -hmm. not even two years. So like there still is like the desire to want to always be around each other. Um, I think some unintentional boundaries that like are playing themselves out that we haven't set is 
because we are aware that we're always together, that we are getting better at giving each other the time to be alone. Whether that means, like, you going to the gym, um, you know, taking half the day to go to the gym, or me going to the gym every morning, or you going on a trip to Cancun, or, you know, whatever. Like, we are, and that's unintentional. I think that's how it's happening, but we are kind of realizing that it's good. As much as we have the time together, we need to make sure we have the time alone or with different people. Yeah. I think. In general, when we're going to talk about boundaries with your significant other, I think you have to be intentional about it. If you're, like, really thinking about, like, I need boundaries. Like, um, you know, when when we went to New York to do that for work, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to stay because I really want to do this. And New York was my first, first place for me where I was, like, actually an independent person. And I loved that part of me. And I, to be honest, have lost a lot of that because that's just what happens when you're in a marriage or relationship. You kind of, like... Yeah. You're always together, you lose part of your independence. So for me, I was like, this is my boundary of like, I'm going to do this by myself. Pat always says things that he's going to do by himself. And we just kind of allow that. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, like when you first started doing that, it kind of hurts a little bit. You're like, well, what do you mean you don't want to do this with me? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, of course, I want to do this with you. I always I also want to do this with just myself. I want to do both. And there has to be a time to set those boundaries and be like, Every Tuesday, I've been driving to go to my workout class, and then I go get coffee by myself after, and then I run mm-hmm. errands, and, like, that's my routine. Um, yeah. Which, again, is, like, that's how things are playing out for us. That wasn't, like, an intentional, like, we didn't set that as no, a boundary. No, but I'm saying for other people. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, the one boundary that we've set for each other is, like, I don't you know, want to be showering and you come in and poop. Like, that's the only well, thing. I've never done that, nor would I want to do that either. Yeah, but some companies, companies, some couples do that. Like, some they're very comfortable. Mean, yes. And I'm like, no, that's a boundary for me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I want no, you to, you I want you downstairs while I'm upstairs, yeah. like, going to the bathroom. Like, I want you not to even know I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> you just think I'm upstairs sleeping. Yeah. Okay. But, like, that's a boundary. Or if it's... um I'm trying to think of like different examples that have set. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think of, um, like I'm trying to think of boundaries that you and I could set. The work one is something that we're going to have to continue to figure out. Um, because we probably do need boundaries there. I mean, I think definitely our approach to how we work on that is, something that may create a needed boundary down the line. And what I'm saying is you're a little more frantic with it. And therefore a lot of that gets like shared over to me. So like if I'm able to try and create a boundary that says you've got to keep your frantic stresses to yourself outside of like this one hour a day is when you're allowed to come (laughs) yell at me. Um, Yeah, that's a great boundary. Love that for me. Yeah. yeah, but I'm trying to think of. I mean, no, I I think we're just trying to think of ways to let people understand that the boundaries are. I think for us right now, it's a little hard to think about because things seem pretty good right now, and that's not to say that like, you know, the perfect relationship, the perfect anything, but we don't have to set boundaries with each other right now. I think thinking about what kind of boundaries you want to set and bringing that up with the person you want to set them with and being able to say in a way of like, I love doing this with you. 
Um, I love this part about me and I want to have that boundary set because it's not something I'm like willing to risk or lose or change. Yeah. In general with whatever the boundary is. Like if you're writing in about boundaries with your significant other, you already have that in mind of like what you want. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess one boundary that I was actually thinking about recently is I think going to the gym for me is – I mean, outside of just like my own like health, it's been really important because it has given me like some alone time and, you know, usually put on my podcasts or music and just go kind of like disconnect for a little bit. And there were a few times where you were coming to the gym with me. Invited by you. And definitely invited because, yeah, and it was enjoyable. But because of our different like workout routines, like if I go for an hour, that's great. Julia like when we went twice was pretty much done in 20 minutes and because we only have one car her being done meant she either just like stood there in the lobby and waited for me or I cut my workout short and just so and that's what happened both times like you waited for a little bit but then it was like all right we just leave so I was thinking like okay I need you to commit to at least being there for 45 minutes to an hour or we just go separately yeah but, you know, you don't also like really like going to the gym. So it's not like a that big of a deal for either of us. Yeah. Okay. Last one I think we can talk about is social media. Mm-hmm. And we can kind of talk about what we do. And I think we actually have pretty different like habits with this and boundaries because social media is like my life. Yeah. Um, and it's turning into yours a bit. But there are some things that I feel like I'm better at than you. And I just want this to be a competition. Yeah. Everything is a competition. <laughs> We're married. Um, so people want to have social media boundaries. And the first thing I think about is the mute button because it's something that yeah. relates to that so much is like, I think I was listening to another podcast I'm listening to and being a social media like person, um, I've realized that I can mute people. I can have boundaries with that where like I'm looking at it constantly and I'm able to see – everyone's able to see what you want to see and you don't have to see what you don't want to see. And, like, for some reason that's been, like, a hard thing for people to understand and realize. But it's, like, you do not have to see what you don't want to see. Yeah. And, like, that's simple as that. Like, it is that simple. And I think it's kind of, like, a habit where, like, it takes, like, 14 or 20 days to, like, break something. So one of the things that I've done is, like, I actually really don't look at my phone when I go to bed anymore. Mm-hmm. And I will – I'll, like, be in bed and I might look at it, but it's, like, 8.30 or 9 o'clock and I put it away and I do not look at it until the morning. Yeah. And, like, that's something that I think I've gotten really good at because it's, like, a habit I turned into. Like, in like I wasn't always good at that, but then I just started doing it and I was, like, I, I'm exhausted by this. I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. So, I stopped doing it and now I don't mm. even really care. Yeah. Definitely, like, a useful habit. And I know, especially for you because of, like, like when you're on social media – like it's a different experience for you because that's like your business. So therefore it's not just like seeing friends and family and cute puppies. Like it's like, yeah. therefore it has more of an impact on you Yeah. because it's like it's more, more important to your life. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, where I'm not, I'm, I definitely like, you know, take my phone to bed with me, lay on the bed and do it. And I'll check in the morning, like see what's going on. But it's not something that like has like a huge impact on me. Therefore yeah. I'm not like, terribly worried about setting a boundary with that but yeah yeah, i mean definitely probably for like my sleep performance i should be better well something that you do i just really wanted to point this out Uh (laughs) uh-oh 
I don't like, I do not like when Pat, he'll like be on his phone and I'll fall asleep and I'll wake up an hour later. He's sleeping and his phone is like under his pillow. And I hate that because radio waves, whatever it is, I don't want, I don't think you should sleep next to your phone. It's not a good thing. I don't think it's whatever. So I, that's something that I hate. So it's not like you looking at your phone at night. It's like put it away and sleep is different than phone. Like sleep has to be totally separate, whether you're looking at it and then you put it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I think definitely like the practice of the phone, which is again different than like social media boundaries, but very intertwined. Yeah. And for me, I mean, definitely learning how to use the mute button button was huge. Um, I mean, that didn't even come out till like this past year, right? Yeah. I think that's a relatively new feature. And it's great because like I still follow people. So if I click to their account, I can still see. Yeah. But it's not their content's not always coming up on my feed. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking about Instagram, but I did it with Facebook too. Uh, just muted like a ton of people, and I feel like it's made my Facebook and Instagram like way more enjoyable for me. Yeah. Because I'm like seeing things that I want to see, not seeing things I don't want to see. And it's hard at first, but it works after a while. Yeah, I feel like for me it was like some people that I muted. It was like kind of hard because the reason I muted them was because I mean some of them I was like jealous of. Some of them I was like, yeah. why don't I have this? And I constantly wanted to keep seeing that because it was like I don't know we're like addicted to like that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But then when I muted them, and then I would actually forget that I wasn't seeing their stuff. And then sometimes I'd be like, oh my god, I haven't seen that in so long, and I would go to their profile and look, and then get upset again. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it was actually nice not seeing that for a while and forgetting about it because they were muted. And now it's more of like, I feel better when I don't see it. So I don't want to go look at it. Yeah. I mean, I think for whatever the reason, if it's because of comparison or it's because they post about X, Y, or Z or because like whatever it is, if it's causing like any negativity negativity towards you, then... Yeah, like, social media is like super toxic, but it can also be such a great place. And oh, I don't know if it's in another country or this was just like a, an idea or a myth, but mm-hmm. I feel like I heard this somewhere that like they were going to have like times. I mean, I don't think Instagram will ever do this, but like imagine if Instagram shut down at yeah. like 10 p.m. and yeah. opened back up at 9 a.m. or something. Mm-hmm. There would be a lot of loss of money and work opportunity and stuff like that. Yeah. But. Just the idea of it is funny because you're like, oh, nobody can be on. No yeah. one can be posting stuff. You're not missing out on anything. You don't feel like you're missing out on anything. Mm-hmm. You don't get to see anything. Like, it would almost be like mental health hours. Yeah. But now you have to set your own. Yeah. Now you got to do it yourself. Technology is not going to do it for you. Yeah. Hopefully that was helpful. Yeah, it was interesting. Interesting, yeah. Interesting to think about and I know I'm going to we're going to get off here and I'm going to start thinking about different things that I do need to set boundaries for. Um, yeah. It's kind of sunny now. Yeah. Sun's coming out. Let's go, baby. All right. We're going that to the beach for this week. Actually, the thing is about to die. Are we still recording? I think we are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. We'll see you guys. And next week it is almost the end of the year. So hopefully we have like a few episodes left this year to uh, finish it off. All right. See everybody. Love you.